Hello. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. You know, it's been so long since we've did, done an intro. I was hoping I was doing that right, but I think I did it right. I think it feels right. <laughs> I think it's what feels right to us. Um, yeah. So I don't, have you ever really performed um, something where you had to memorize lines like a, a sketch or something like that um for one improv class i had to memorize something i memorized darcy's speech oh, but not dialogue no. it was like just you you were monologuing yeah as i when i was doing that i was like i think this is like when you don't when you have when you're supposed to memorize something but you don't memorize it well you um you say your line and then the other person says theirs, and while they're saying their line, then you're like remembering, like you're like you're over processing it, mm-hmm. and you're going like, okay, now Emily's saying wh- whatever part of yeah. <laughs> TBD, and then I'm like, oh, that's now this is the part that I say or whatever, or I say the TBD part to be, <laughs> I say that part, whatever. You're saying that you want me to type out our intro and just we memorize our lines. I mean, I have I have it now. I just like I was. Uh, not as well, well as I usually have it. <laughs> Welcome to TBD, everyone. We're so happy that you're here. It's um, we're recording the day after my birthday, but this will be out, I think. It's still your birthday week. Week. I think it's five days the after s- my. The seven days of your birthday is yeah. w- is within <laughs> seven days before or after. <laughs> Everyone's birthday gets you get uh, fourteen days. Uh, the seven before and the seven after. I think that's science. I think that's just science. Um, or is that 13 days? Because we're including the day of twice in that when I... Yeah. The 13 days surrounding your birthday. See, I would say the seven days before and the seven days after. So it'd be 15 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I get it. So we are within uh, the birthday uh, frame. Yeah. <sighs> we have a guest, Emily. We do! <laughs> that was the math portion of the podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. We... Yep. Um, welcome to the stage, the TBD stage, comedian, friend of the pod, Jason Howard. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. I'm happy, happy to be here finally, uh, within the, the, the annals of podcasting history <laughs> with which, uh, TBD stands. I think it stands pretty high. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank you. Do you think... Now, you listen to podcasts, right, Jason? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Emily, I know you listen to podcasts, and I listen to podcasts. Do you think we have made it longer than most podcasts have made it by going, right, like nine months, ten months? Do you think most podcasts end after one episode, I guess? <laughs> as someone who recorded one episode of a podcast, I will say yes. And as someone who currently, like, one of my favorite podcasts... Ha- hasn't released an episode in a little bit yeah for sure yeah you guys mm-hmm. you guys are pulling strong you guys are moving forward through the the slush pile mm-hmm. i'd also say like even podcasts that are for more than one episode like a lot of them like i listened over um the holidays dr death and that was only like eight episodes yeah well, we're i mean we're at 40 this is 45 i think yeah that's a lot there's only seven short of a year I start planning that anniversary show. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. Um, 
How did, yeah, seven. Okay. I have to think about that math later off the podcast because we already did our math section of this podcast. Yeah, no more math. <laughs> our brains can't handle it. Um, welcome to the new year, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. This isn't the first episode of the new year, though. No, but it's the first one we've recorded in That's the new true. year. Even though we lied about the last episode. I think we s- pretended it was. We, we, we did say it was two days after in the last episode. But so now it's. I don't just know. involving me in, in a huge conspiracy? Like, mm. what? Where, where, where do I stand now? What? Now, I've seen a couple of TV shows where um, the bad guy who you don't know is a bad guy yet uh, tricks the good guy into holding a gun. So then they get their fingerprints all over the gun. And then they put the gun in a bag and then they mm-hmm. save it for later for evidence. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing to you. Yeah. Am I the gun or am I the, the guy who touched the gun? Uh, I say the podcast is the gun. And You're you the are. guy who touches the gun. <laughs> We're framing you for holding the gun. And yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'm the gangster who does it, and Emily is the FBI agent who does it. Okay, I'm gonna only touch this uh, tea thing with. I'm not leaving any fingerprints now. I just okay. wipe them down. No That's what they do on the Americans. They take their shirts and they just wipe it down. Yeah. So they don't know that they're there. When was the Americans supposed to be? What time period? Uh, I think the first season is like 81 and the last season is like mm-hmm. 86. Okay. I don't know if that's true. 87. Okay. Carrie Russell's a treasure. Yes. She is a national she's, treasure. She's a lovely, lovely woman. Mm. I never watched the show. And uh, Matthew Reese is a Welsh treasure because he's Welsh. Matthew Reese. I think it's R-Y-S. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on Reese. that. Welsh you gotta say with a Welsh accent I saw Mary Queen of Scots over the break we can move on after this but I afterwards decided I wanted to get a Scottish accent um (laughs) you wanted to get a Scottish accent yeah just start doing one um and every time I tried I couldn't figure out how to do the arse it's I I can't even attempt one Mm. uh I watched Wonder Woman last night and there's a guy with a Scottish accent in that are you gonna try to get a Scottish accent with me Mm, I think I'm good I'm known for my no accent. <laughs> this is true. Um, I have an ac- Well, I have an Ohio accent. It's slight. We all know that. Do you think you have a Florida accent, Jason? I'm not sure because my parents used to both have like pretty distinctive Brooklyn accents, but they like slowly went away. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's weird. I do say like coffee. I don't know if that is... A more New York coffee or not? I don't know. Let's say no accents. Let's say no. I don't have any. You've also served many New Yorkers coffee before, and they've probably ordered it mm-hmm. with their accents. Mm-hmm. Coffee, coffee, regular, regular. What, is, what, is, what do you mean by regular? Cream and sugar. That's all right behind you. Coffee regular. Yeah, that's a that's a Dunkin' Donuts thing. I hear that they like started that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And it means like two creams, two sugars or something like that, which is a lot of uh, stuff. Oh, a double-double at Tim Hortons. Mm. I'm, listen, I'm from New England. I'm all about the Dunkin' Donuts mm. or Dunkin' as it's now called. I'm not buying it. They're going to they're gonna switch back. It's not There's so much last. money involved in switching it from Dunkin' to Dunkin', from Dunkin' Donuts to Dunkin'. Yeah, but this is, well, here's my, they've been, they've been working on it for years. That's why their slogan is America runs on Dunkin'. And not something about Dunkin' Donuts. They've been training us for four or five years for this name change, and we're just getting it now. Mm-hmm. They're the they're the criminal 
and the Dunkin' Donuts is the mm-hmm. the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're framing us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't say Jason was a criminal. I just said we were framing him. No, you you were the criminal. You were the mobster. Mm-hmm. I feel like mobsters inherently oh, are. Oh yeah, in fact, criminal. I said gangster, but yeah, yeah. Nah. You know, whatever. Emily, should we move on to tea talk? Uh, yeah, give me a second. I gotta get into She's stretching it. her neck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Emily, what's the tea we got? Okay, this is another tea from our treasure chest of teas. Um, it's an Argo tea. It's called the First Flush Darjeeling Whole Leaf Black Tea. Uh, more information is that it's uh, Garden Direct from India. It's a single estate tea from the, I'm going to do my best here, Embusha Tea Garden. That's as good as we could all do. We all we all tried to guess what, how to yeah. pronounce this. <laughs> um, and do you guys want to hear about the uh, fun little? I want to hear all the fun things you have to say about this tea. Okay. <laughs> Grown on the slopes of the Himalayas, the first flush Darjeeling stimulates with a delightful, long-lasting floral flavor and an emerald cup. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it's saying that we should be drinking it in an emerald cup or they drink it in an emerald cup or that it leaves your cup emerald, but it does say... Emerald cup. It does say emerald cup. Capital letters, if I'm not mistaken. Or is it not? It's not. Oh, never mind. That's then I'm okay. mistaken. I think what they're saying is that like every hundred uh, teas that you make, it'll turn your cup into a solid block of emerald. Wow. We got to make more of this. Is that and how they made the Emerald City in Wizard of Oz? <laughs> it's made from individual <laughs> tea being poured into uh, cups. How did they make her ruby slippers? Uh, red tea. Okay. <laughs> red tea is a thing so i'll accept that we don't i don't think we've ever had red tea in this podcast but i also don't think we've had darjeeling tea although i might be mistaken about that i don't think we have a thing I, in fact i could actually pretty easily look up but i will not <laughs> i was um uh i was talking to my mom and she was like i think there's six types of tea so i looked it up and there's a type of tea called yellow tea that i'm gonna research and buy for us yeah i think it's uh well yeah so black green and white are the the big three. Mm-hmm. But then there's also red, yellow. I think it said oolong. Oolong? Is it? Okay. And oolong. According to this website that I saw. Hmm. Yeah. And some of them, like chai and Darjeeling, are types of black tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like herbal, which is none of the above. And. Uh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. when I sell our like raspberry tea, I call it an infusion because there's no tea in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what David's tea does. They sell mm-hmm. fruit infusions. Mm. A lot of them. And I went to a place one time where they just put a pineapple leaf and a mango, or no, a, like a melon spear into some hot water. They called that uh, a tea infusion. I think he got robbed. That doesn't sound like tea. I, um, <laughs> I, was, I was warned, not that I was being robbed, but that I was going to get what I didn't want. <laughs> and and i was like i accept this for now was that one it was at some place in williamsburg sounds like it i know i know 
to anyone not from New York who's like, uh, Williamsburg, what an awful place that is. Yes, we're shunning it right now. <laughs> um, but we'll still be able to get there in April because they're not shutting down the L train. Yeah, L train news. That's how fresh this podcast is. Fresh enough to comment on L train news. <laughs> um, Terrible idea. I, one last thing I want to say about this tea is that it's fair trade certified. And I think that's important to say. It's from the Argo Tea, like, f- um, fancy samples rack. Yes. Um, not only is it sample size, but it's from the fancy sample size area. <laughs> well, I think it, it earns that because I think this is an excellent tea. Wow. I'm really enjoying this. It's very, it is very floral. It is floral. Yeah. Floral. Um, it's very simple, but it's also very good. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Um, I have a bit of a cold, so I'm having a tougher time tasting it, but I'm enjoying it and I can't stop drinking it. And I, I can't really put my finger on why, but I'm really having a great time with this tea. <laughs> yeah. My, my like teas that I drink is right now, mostly the, uh, twini- twinings, mm-hmm. twinings, English breakfast, which just reminds me of it a lot, except it's much more like simple. It's like, there's a lot less flavors. This is just like this one pure kind of like floral flavor. Yeah. Tastes like the Himalayas, I assume. That's mm-hmm. what you're tasting. <laughs> Jason, would you say that you are a avid tea drinker, a medium tea drinker, or a once a month tea drinker? <laughs> I'm a medium tea drinker. I'm a medium tea drinker. That was my really scientific scale. Yeah. Well, we're known for our science here. <laughs> um, so you drink English breakfast Twining's tea. I actually mm-hmm. have, well, I have decaf version of that at home. Mm-hmm. It's my... I love to drink tea at all hours, but probably shouldn't drink caffeine right before I go mm-hmm. to bed tea. Um, but I got lost in that sentence. <laughs> Come oh, on back. I remember. I remember. Um, have you drank tea your whole life or is it a new thing? I have drank tea. Gosh, I don't No, Not my whole life. I feel like it's like been within the last few years that I've, saw how much coffee i drink mm-hmm. being like oh i should stem that back but i've like long used tea as like a more like relaxing option kind of thing okay yeah i would agree i'm kind of the opposite i never i've always drank tea mm-hmm. but i have recently tried to start drinking more coffee like at work in the morning mm-hmm. as like my first drink of the day because mm. it's more it stimulates me more yeah mm, the opening act yeah mm-hmm. i've gone to the point with coffee where I won't drink it till 9.30. I'll try to drink as much water before then and try to not even have the coffee because I'm already, like, energized enough. But sometimes I just love that caffeine rush. <laughs> I love caffeine. <sighs> I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. <sighs> That's crazy. And I've made it pretty far. I don't know if now is even the right time to turn around on that train. <laughs> Do it on your deathbed. <laughs> I have one last wish. <laughs> I must try coffee. Um, I hate it. <laughs> and then I would be dead. <laughs> what a terrible way to go. I know, I know. What would the last thing you'd want to drink be on your deathbed? You get one sip of one thing. What is it? One sip? Of one thing. It's the last thing you sip. You have five seconds to live. but You, get, and <laughs> you don't get to say or eat anything. You, you get the choice to sip something. My first thought, which is my best thought, uh, a nice Earl Grey black tea. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thought that made me laugh was piss. 
that's good that's good probably not though i think probably my last (laughs) last thing i drank second to last is a piss (laughs) um Uh to rinse out the the pee taste (laughs) um i don't know probably like cane sugar mountain dew okay okay It, it just being like one of my favorite beverages that i have not had in a very long while i've been good but, you know, I love that soda. I've been staying off that Mountain Dew. Um, gosh. What would yours be, Matt? Um, it's so hard to decide. It's either chocolate milk <laughs> uh, or probably my, my gut instinct is uh, Bark's Root Beer. Okay. It's I mean, soda feels right, and I feel like... Root beer is like my favorite soda. It might be Dr. Pepper too. That's also a very good one. I agree that I feel like a drink that would be bad for you is a good thing to drink as your last drink mm-hmm. because piss. <laughs> you're already on your way out. So maybe a nice cold Pepsi. But I like Pepsi anyways. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like I get I get the most euphoria probably from soda than I do. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a good thing of tea, but God, soda. Would you want that uh, Dr. Pepper to be a Dublin Dr. Pepper? A what? A Dublin Dr. Pepper. Like Dr. Pepper before it got bought out by, I think, Coca-Cola? Oh. I, can, I can go on and on. Dr. Pepper is actually mm-hmm. its own. <laughs> Dr. Pepper is now the uh, Kerrig Dr. Pepper company. Kerrig and Dr. Pepper merged. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were also formerly um, owned. By, it, it used to be Dr. Pepper Snapple. Mm-hmm. Now it's Kerrig Dr. Pepper. Snapple got cut off, cut out of the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also like the Cadbury company. It was like Cadbury Schweppes owned and Dr. Pepper were all the same company. Mm-hmm. And then Cadbury got sold off. And so Schweppes, Dr. Pepper, Kerrig, and Snapple are all the same brand or all the same company now. <laughs> this is all new. Happened in twenty like 2018. Oh, wow. Um, the Kerrig company thing happened. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Could liquefied chocolate be my last drink? Ooh. You know, I picked I picked uh, chocolate milk, um, which I think is a kind of liquefied chocolate. No. And so, yes. Okay, good. I'm changing my answer to chocolate that has been melted, and then I drink it melty. Um, what's your favorite chocolate? I don't know. I just like chocolate. Because um, there's like, uh, it, Ghirardelli makes yeah. like a uh, chocolate milk. Or like a hot chocolate that's just like basically drinking chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had their I've I've been to the Ghirardelli factory and had their chocolate ice cream sundae thing, which I don't even really like sundaes that much, but this was heavenly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love chocolate. Mm-hmm. I think it's time, Matt. I'm gonna ask for questions. the most important question yeah. of all. Jason, I'm gonna start with you. Okay. Um, I'm about to ask you the most important question. We'll ask you mm-hmm. all day. Okay. So I need to find the packaging. Uh, it's over here. I'm pointing at it. Emily's about to read it. Okay. The whole label, I'm assuming. Jason, is this first flush Darjeeling whole leaf black tea from Argo Tea your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? This is my cup of tea. <laughs> wow. That's Excellent. beautiful. Matt. Yes. Is this... Uh, 
first flush Darjeeling holy black tea from Argo Tea that is from a single estate in India. Specifically, that estate is the Ambusha Tea Garden. Um, would you say that this tea is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Well, Emily, <laughs> I would have to say that um, even through this cold that I'm suffering through, that I really tea is is, is quite a reprieve. <laughs> But I'm not getting all the flavors. Even though I'm not getting all the flavors, I'm still very much enjoying this tea. Um, so I would say that this tea is indeed my cup of tea. I'm a bit sad that we don't have any tea left for you to make another cup when you are no longer sick. But you have to go to Argo Tea. Which I probably will. I was at Argo Tea two days ago. I like going to Argo Tea. Although I don't know if they sell this uh, just in the... in like. I don't know if you can just buy this as a tea to drink in the moment. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's not a... Because it's in these little sample packs. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like one of the regular ones they like just have keep brewed, you mm-hmm. know? Because they're sort of like a McDonald's. They're like the McDonald's of tea. They just oh, keep yeah. brewed mm-hmm. tea st- st- hanging up on top. I don't, you know, that doesn't bother me. I'm not saying that's a slam. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I go there frequently because they have... I've stated this before very candy like teas like with tons of sugar and flavors and stuff mm-hmm. and if i feel like both having tea and you know treating myself i will go to argo tea and get their green tea ginger twist which is oh, so delicious speaking of sundays it's like a it's like a sunday in tea form can i say something about mcdonald's yeah i love mcdonald's listen mcdonald's is has its purpose and I was going to say no one hates McDonald's, but I'm sure some people hate McDonald's. <laughs> but uh, we all know it's 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 lesser than other. You can get better burgers at other places. We all know this. That's true. This is this is the thing we know. But their fries are good. Yeah, as long as they're not too salty. That's my opinion. You can ask for them with no salt. <sighs> yeah, um, <laughs> Emily. I have an important question for you. Oh. Chase and I have had the honor to answer this question already but we want to make sure that you get your chance to answer the very same question do you find this first flush darjeeling whole leaf black tea by the argo tea company the lovely argo tea company that's nothing like mcdonald's is this cup of tea (laughs) is this tea your cup of tea or is it not your cup of tea matt thank you so much for asking um i gotta say guys uh this tea is a light floral taste is really it's really getting to me. And what I like about it is that I'm pretty sure if I read the packaging correctly, there does not seem to be, there's only, there's like not that many ingredients in here. Mm-hmm. And it just comes from the leaves, the floral flavor. And I really like that because it's not complicated. Mm-hmm. It's simple. And guys, this is my cup of tea. Wow. So they're just like sweet leaves. Yeah. yeah. Sweet not... little tea leaves. <laughs> sweet little tea leaves. <laughs> Oh, I bet they're so nice to each other. Wow. I want to check out these tea leaves sometime. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, that was a three for three. Yeah. Tea talk done. Tea talk complete. That was opposite the normal. I know, I know. I really, it really threw you off on that one. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's tea talk. Hi. Jason, I want you to know that everything we just talked about really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Even though we already asked you the most important question. It didn't matter. You did lead it with that. You did lead yeah. with most important There's a lot of really question. important things that happen on this podcast. Okay. Um, 
And now it's time for the most important thing. Okay. We asked you to bring a topic today. Yes. What was that topic? <laughs> My topic is New York deli sandwiches. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> deli sandwiches because I'm uh, uh, I love them. I love the experience of going into delis and or bodegas, however you want to uh, name it. It's, it's it's truly been one of my favorite parts of uh, living in New York and parts of feeling like I'm a part of the uh, community that I, I live in. What do you prefer saying deli over bodega? Or do you, or do you see them as being different things? I prefer saying deli over bodega. I th- I was actually reading up on this. Mm-hmm. Like the term bodega comes from uh, Puerto Rican immigrants. Uh, using because bodega, I think, means storeroom. Mm-hmm. And that's what they call their essentially just corner stores. Uh, I think I, I think I'm just, I side with deli. I don't know. I'm also Jewish. So, you know, I think deli, it's like, it's a deli counter. It's a deli. It's uh, the delicatessen. The delicatessen. <laughs> Katz's. <laughs> yeah. Which I do think everybody should go to Katz's once. Got a, a corned beef. No. Yeah. Pastrami. Pastrami on rye with the matzo ball soup. I think everybody should get that. I have been to Katz's. I don't remember. We go on a field trip at my school to the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our stops. And we just order. I've only eaten one that just they've ordered. And I don't remember what it was. Some sort of potato thing. Like a knish? Probably, yeah. Yep, like uh, like almost like mashed potatoes in a like bread pocket. Yes, that's a kiss. Yeah, I've I, I don't think I've ever been there. I it's one of those places I've I've been meaning to go, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever made it. So close to that UCB East, yet I've never gotten to the Katz's Deli. <laughs> yeah, go get go get yourself some pastrami on rye. Yeah, maybe maybe get a hot dog. Get a pickle. Get some good some good, good pickles there too. Oh, I do like deli pickles. I'm a big mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a big pickle fan, mm-hmm. and those like the f- the sort of fresher feeling pickles, the like ones that haven't been on in jars for like a year already, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are preferred. I I usually have a whole thing of pickles in my refrigerator, and the really, only reason they're not there right now is because I just finished <laughs> the last oh, nice. jar. <laughs> nice. Or I get them in little buckets from a, a place that actually there's like a mini Katz's um, in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. there's a pickle place right near it. And these pickles are occasionally the pickles I get are occasionally from this pickle place Mm -hmm. right there. Suffice to say, I eat enough pickles where I have multiple places where I get pickles from. (laughs) Have you guys ever been to the pickle guys? Nope. Uh, I've had pickles from Mr. Pickle. That is one pickle guy, not the pickle guy. And I met his family. I met I met his children and his wife and Tommy and Dill. the the rugrats yeah. <laughs> um no um this is actually at that um the uh chili pepper festival that has been discussed on the podcast before where we got the found teas they also had like a hot they had like foods that were mixed with hot peppers mm-hmm. and among them were different kinds of pickles and you bet mm-hmm. i sampled them all and nice. the the father and the mother were like sp- they're supervising their i want to say like four daughters all handing out samples to people and i was like this is a good family business <laughs> okay let's go back to deli new york mm-hmm. deli sandwiches jason what is your ideal deli sandwich 
So, it depends. It, dep- it depends what we're going for. Okay. Um, in the morning, I usually just roll with the bacon egg cheese. Um, on a bagel, on a... You should go with just a roll. Like okay. that, that Kaiser roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it will go with lettuce and onion. But typically, I just go with the basic. the My deli that I usually go and get this at, the price just went up to four dollars and it's it's too expensive it's not too expensive <laughs> but this place was for a while at three dollars unheard of nowhere in manhattan are you gonna get a three dollar bacon egg cheese yet this place had it and it was beautiful that went up to 350 didn't change my world it was there for like about like a year and a half now we're up to four and i i love this deli the the guy behind the counter who always makes them i walk in he just says one, like one sandwich. He knows what I want. <laughs> I love that. The, the feeling of being such a regular at a place that you can just walk in, make eye contact, Ugh. and be like, yeah, "That's what you want." Yeah, that's what I want. How it's often do you? How dream. often do you go? Twice a week. Okay. Twice a week. Just wondering what level I need to be at at a place before they know what I want. <laughs> you just you just have to go enough and order the same thing mm-hmm. yeah. enough that they get used to it. Yeah. Because f- often I like changing things up. Like, I'll get a sausage egg, and I'll, you know what, bacon egg cheese with ketchup today. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of times, I like mixing it up, but you just have to order the exact same thing enough times yeah. that a person just associates an order with you, so that when they recognize that person, it's like, oh, it's just that. It's the same thing with all my customers at the bakery I work at. There's so many people that I see, even before they even walk in the store, yeah. I can start making a cappuccino, just because I know so-and-so, that's what they want. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> That's one of my dreams in life. But then I always change out my order. So mm. there's only um, there's only maybe one place that I ever really had this because I do. I change. I, I rarely get the same thing twice or twice in a row or anything like that. Um, but there is one bar that I go to that I don't really like any of the beers they have on tap, but they do have Sam Adams on tap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like Sam Adams just fine. So I will always order that when I go there. And so. It got to the point where it was just like, I'd walk in, Sam Adams. And I was like, okay, that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah. There was a brief moment in my life when I worked at a museum on 83rd and Broadway. And I would stop at the Starbucks on my way there. Because there was mm-hmm. one on like 81st. And one person recognized me. And on my birthday, she gave me a hug. Um, wow. But then I stopped working there. And the Starbucks I now go to, um, I usually just order on the app. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Does the app know what you want? The app, I mean, it, I just put in the same order. It doesn't remember. It doesn't go last time you ordered or whatever. It does, yeah. So it, it's like it remembers you. It's not the same. Have you ever gotten a, a hug from an app? Um, I'm certain if I tried, I could have an app that gives me virtual hugs. Hmm. That'd be worth making. Maybe yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess I could see. Here's here's my app pitch for the hugging app. Okay, um, so you kind of tell the you punch into the app how you're feeling that day. Um, this would require some amount of research, and then it, it, it sort of figures out what kind of hug would make you feel better. And then I think it would just sort of give you blueprints of how to like hug yourself. <laughs> and it would be like either like a shoulders or elbows or around like the waist or like, oh, my tummy hurts. Hug yourself around your tummy. <laughs> um, you know, maybe like, uh, or maybe just be like how to, how to, uh, how to like treat yourself 
with some sort of physical touch. And I don't mean that to be dirty in any way, but you know, some kind of hug, some kind of either like crack your back or, or mm-hmm. twist your neck or, um, something like that. This is my app for hugging. <laughs> I pictured just like a, a cartoon person whose arms are like get bigger as they go out and then they like wrap around like the, not the screen, but like, I get what you're saying. That's sort of what I always imagine. Yeah. Maybe like add in like a haptic feet, like a little buzz. You're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Maybe it, you place the phone on like your arm and then it, but like when it knows it's on touching your arm, it gives a little buzz. Then it's like, Oh, it's like they're patting me. <laughs> you could put it on your shoulder. It's like, it's patting your shoulder. <sighs> this might be an okay app idea. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, back to delis again. <laughs> delis could give you a real life hug if mm-hmm. you know the person well enough. Yes. So you said your sandwich depends on the type of day. Let's say mm-hmm. you're going there for lunch. Okay, lunch, I'm probably going to do something that isn't too heavy because like, I need to be awake and a person for the rest of the day. So I'll probably do something like, uh, like a spiced turkey with like lettuce and onion and mayo yeah and probably again on a roll probably not doing something too crazy you like those rolls i like the rolls i mean if like dinner i'll do the hero or i'll get a hero if i know i want to like save some for later mm-hmm. yeah i I'm a, I'm a big roll guy too because i feel like other breads are a little heavy mm-hmm. um and i just like them yeah they're good would you, sorry, Oop. I hiccuped. Would you, was this, you might have said, and I might have missed it, but is this a hot sandwich or a cold sandwich? Oh, um, typically cold sandwich I'm getting it for lunch. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm at the point where, like, if I'm thinking about it, I do get hot sandwiches during the day, but it's, you know, neither here nor there. No. Mm-hmm. Emily, how are you with sandwiches? Are you a sandwich eater? Um... I would say I'm a, a medium sandwich eater. Um, I don't love cold meat sandwiches. Mm. They're fine. And I'll like if I have the stuff, I'll make one. Sometimes at school we have like a cold bar, and I'll make it myself, like a ham mm. sandwich. Um, but if I'm going to a deli, no matter what time of day, I get a bacon, egg, and cheese on a plain toasted bagel. Interesting. Um, <laughs> it is interesting. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very interesting. Um. And is it I a plain bagel? Toasted. Plain toasted, yeah. but plain. Mm-hmm. If I, yes. <laughs> if I, I don't like, like say, maybe I would get a blueberry bagel, bagel with a cream cheese, mm-hmm. but I don't want a blueberry bagel with an egg. No. 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 And some one, sometimes, you know, they've messed up my order and not messed up, but like given me like a cinnamon bagel instead of a plain bagel and that's not very good. With with egg and cheese? Yeah. That is a little weird. I don't know. Um, I think there's just mislabeling happening. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just what I like. Mm. And when I go out to eat, sometimes I like to get things I can't make. In. I mean, I if I needed to, I could easily make a, a plain toasted bagel with bacon, egg, and cheese inside of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to because I don't like to cook eggs or bacon. Um, interesting. The cheese part's the easy part. <laughs> uh <laughs> for sure <laughs> and i never have part. bagels at home yeah i would say bagels are a new new york thing for me so much like you think you really like 
your delis to like being a part of your community. Like mm-hmm. I never really had bagels before I moved to New York and that's just, I just didn't. You didn't have Ohio bagels. I mean, I'm sure I had Ohio bagels at some point, but I mean, definitely some Eastern European Jewish communities probably came to Ohio. Yeah. But I mean, the New York has always been like one of those epicenters. Yeah. Bagels exist in Ohio. Are you sure? Um, yes. Dunkin' Donuts makes bagels, so I know they have them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's my response to Dunkin' Donuts. Bagels. They, are, they, aren't, uh, they aren't very good, no. Um, lifeless. Lifeless bagels. I think lifeless is a good way of describing them. They're like, uh, they're just like bread, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't toast really very well or correctly. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if I'm being offensive by even t- suggesting to toast bagels. I feel like bagel purists don't toast them, but... Give me them toasted, baby. <laughs> I think they're easier to chew when they're toasted. I just like them. I like warm things better than cold things. General statement about my life. I generally agree. I generally agree. I'll go with a, a warm thing over a cold thing. Mm-hmm. Also a crunchy thing. I love a crunchy thing with a soft thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like all, a- the, all the dumb Taco Bell concoctions that involve both melted cheese and some sort of like tortilla chip within that thing. Yeah. Sign me up. Give me that crunch. Those are the crunch wrap supreme is for you. Mm-hmm. Was well, for a while. I, I've evolved. I've I moved on to the uh, cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's currently a uh, dollar grande burrito that has a uh, flaming hot uh, Fritos within it. Interesting. <laughs> I've I've not tried this particular one yet, but I will. I'll get to you someday. Do you consider Taco Bell to be a deli? <laughs> is a taco bell (laughs) is a deli in some parallel universe well wait there's an important question here that there is a question in here that's not i believe the internet has has gone this way before but is a burrito a sandwich put down your statements here (laughs) is a burrito a sandwich i would say oh you go first oh I mean, my my answer is sort of flip floppy because I'm not a total. I think it's called prescriptivist. Mm-hmm. Like I don't believe things need a. I'm more of like a walk like a duck duck kind of person. Mm-hmm. Where a burrito, sure, it is a uh, f- flour breading around uh, something that is contained. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it has many quality. A burrito has many qualities that are similar to a sandwich, but I do not believe that it is a sandwich. Okay, that is where I would fall as well. They are similar in many ways, but I think it would be more along the lines of a wrap. And mm-hmm. on most menus, they say sandwiches and wraps. Mm-hmm. True, truly. What about hot dogs? Are hot dog sandwiches? I would say no. <laughs> Loosely a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I th- loosely. But, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say there's more of a case for a hot dog being a sandwich. There's more of a case, but I would never think, I want a sandwich today. What do you think? I don't have a hot dog. I'll never <laughs> I'll never think that. I'm feeling a sandwich. Um, in, uh, my, in my hometown, there was a uh, shopping plaza that there was a Panera Bread, which we think we can all agree sell sandwiches. Um, for sure. And in their lease... I love their broccoli cheddar sandwich. <laughs> In the lease to their, uh, to being in this little like kind of strip mall area, it said that there could be no other sandwich places allowed to set up shop. And they, um, 
I believe sued uh, or, or or had an had a grievance towards a Qdoba that had opened in the same plaza, stating mm. that this burrito place sold sandwiches, um, and it was therefore encroaching on their sandwich business. That's wild. Yeah, that that Qdoba, by the way, no longer there. Uh, Panera still there. A Thai restaurant took over. A decidedly not sandwich restaurant took over. Yeah. Um, so I mm, is a quesadilla sandwich. Lo- loosely, loosely, it has like sandwich esque qualities. I am. I mean, now that I think about it, I I I am very much a. It's got to like have some sort of breadiness to it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to say a taco is a sandwich, but. I don't. I don't think it is. I think there's something about bread, like bread. Now is a hamburger <laughs> sandwich. That's I, a good question. I mm-hmm. do think a hamburger is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I would. I would agree that it's a type of sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something interesting about both hot dogs and hamburgers mm-hmm. being defined as sandwiches or not, because when we talk about each of those things, we're talking about exactly the filling that's in there like the hot dog is what you're talking about not the bread Mm -hmm. um if you go back in time to the invention of the hot dog um uh people the first guy who vended hot dogs used to vend them by giving people these gloves to wear and then they would hold the hot dog in the gloves and then you would eat the hot dog without a bun and he got upset that um People weren't returning the gloves, so he decided he needed a disposable way of giving them out. Mm-hmm. So that's where the the hot dog bun came into existence. Similar story with the ice cream cone. Uh, mm-hmm. He needed he ran out of, the the vendor ran out of cups and mm-hmm. decided to use waffles and wrap them up and put ice cream inside of them. Life is strange, you guys. Life is strange. Um, I I missed my timing on this joke, but I'm going to say it anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roger Hot Dog in his hot dog stand. <laughs> I decided that the man who invented hot dogs last name was Hot Dog. Could be, mm-hmm. and that his first name was Roger. Roger Hot Dog. Um, anyways, I you know I don't know. It's weird. Are, are like tuna melts, or like you could have like a like a cheese steak as a sandwich, but it's basically a different shaped hamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheese steaks a sandwich. Though. Yeah, that rolls sandwich. Definitively, cheese steaks are sandwiches. Yeah. I think we need to discuss right now what makes a sandwich a sandwich. We've have pieces of this conversation but i think we need to declare what makes a sandwich a sandwich and then poke holes in that theory (laughs) yeah i think a sandwich you know two separate pieces of um bread with any type of filling whether it be savory or sweet because I do think an Oreo is a sandwich. It is a cookie sandwich. Mm, but just because it's frosting in there doesn't mean it's not a sandwich. There is also ice cream sandwiches. Yes. Which is a well-known thing. Mm-hmm. Also, there's... But I do have to say about two pieces of bread. I mean, a club club sandwich is three slices of bread. Well, <laughs> yes. Minimum two slices. But then a hot dog mm-hmm. is only one slice of bread. Yeah. Just kind of cut. And you can also get a hoagie. Yeah, or just split but i think that still plays yeah split plays. split yeah. split mm-hmm. loaf what's the mm. fancy name for an open-faced sandwich bullshit 
So you would not say that's a sandwich? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I think it's an open-faced sandwich. I don't think anybody... Actually, no, I have had customers because we have sold open-faced sandwiches before, and they refer to it as the sandwich, which I'm okay with. I don't... It doesn't hurt me, but I do... It does kind of bother me a little bit. Like, no, it's an open-faced sandwich. That's true. But should we call them closed-faced on the rest of them? No. No, because the outlier is the open face, the mm-hmm. the, the the regular. How did the Earl of Sandwich originally make a sandwich? I believe it was he was playing a poker game and he was tired of eating separate pieces of like cheese and ham. <laughs> and then was like, wait, get some of that bread over here. Put it all in one thing so now I can play poker all all at once. I think that was sort of how it went. Oh, my God. I hope every word of that's true. What a hero. <laughs> well, that's what they called him later. That was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was a good, good, good pun. Emily, uh, I should say Emily just gave me a long stare. <laughs> uh, um, to me, I think something important in a sandwich is that you can hold it. Mm-hmm. Without getting the gunk on you, mm-hmm. I think that's a very the gunk. The inside part. So a burrito. <laughs> mm. um, how do you feel about a hamburger? You can't really hold. I mean, like a McDonald's hamburger, you can hold one that one hand. But I'd I'd say most hamburgers, you got to go two hands on those boys. Well, mm-hmm. you can hold it with two hands, but you're like you're not like using a utensil. I guess that's another uh, okay. way of saying it. You're not using a fork and a knife to eat a sandwich, yeah. unless you're a big old weirdo. What about avocado toast? I that, think that's an open-faced sandwich. Mm-hmm. I know, but you can't really... You could turn it with one hand, but I feel like fork and knife. It's like a fork and knife deal. Mm. What about pizza? That's one-handed. You know, that's not a sandwich. It's, but it is bread. Oh, my God. Is pizza a giant open-faced sandwich? Pizza... I, oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've considered this before. I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> It's, okay, so if an open-faced sandwich is a sandwich, I think it is a bad-faith sandwich. Sort of in the same way that like an elector can vote for the uh, a different candidate than what their electorate told them to mm. vote for. I think an open-faced sandwich is a bad-faith sandwich. So I think pizza is a bad-faith sandwich. It, it doesn't. A- it's not actually a sandwich. I don't think anybody goes out and thinks, I would like a sandwich. Let's go for Pizza. Follow-up question. Is a calzone a sandwich? Yes. Wow. Yes. I would say calzone fits the uh, billing of a sandwich better than pizza. It's a pizza sandwich. Actually, I don't know. Is a calzone a sandwich? Huh. I think it might also be in bad face because it's not two separate things. It is one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Same with strong It was separate things. Isn't it just a pizza dough with yeah, like but, ricotta cheese? And yeah, like cheese, over? cheese and sauce. And you can put mm-hmm. it in, or you don't, but well, no, not sauce, I guess. But you could put an ingredient in there. You can have like a sausage calzone. Yeah, yeah But sure. it's like, it's still a mix. It's not different than a sausage sub, which is just like mm-hmm. bread and cheese and sausage and sauce inside. Yeah. I just think it's not separate. We gotta yeah. do separate things. Hold them together. I'll give you my, I'll give you my take. I don't think any of these things are sandwiches. I don't think burritos are sandwiches. I don't mm-hmm. think hamburgers are sandwiches. I don't think mm. hot dogs are. I don't, uh, I think hamburgers are just hamburgers. You don't have to call it, you just call them a hamburger. If you put mm-hmm. them on a menu, you wouldn't put them under mm-hmm. sandwich. Well, you might if you really wanted to stick them under one area. Mm-hmm. Sandwich is um 
you have to have something sandwiched between mm-hmm. and it can't already have its own distinction like hamburger i feel like that's already mm. its own distinction mm. so uh anything else that's things sandwiched together that doesn't already have a name separate from sandwich yeah. is a sandwich <sighs> i feel good about that yeah. now i don't have to worry about pizza or calzones being sandwiches yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i think this is what i'm thinking of is it a pierogi is that what i'm thinking of that's like a that's like a potato on the inside yeah and it's like yeah. wrapped around with a, yeah. a dumpling it's kind of like a dumpling. it's like yeah. a potato yeah. dumpling thing dumplings is that a dumpling. sandwich no it's a dumpling yeah, these all have names already, and I refuse to acknowledge them as sandwiches. Yeah. If you call a, 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 if you're of the the kind that calls a burrito a sandwich, a dumpling is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. But then at, at that point, you can just say a panzanella is a sandwich, which no. by no means is that a sandwich. But if you want to get crazy, you can call a panzanella a sandwich. You can also call trail mix a sandwich if you want to get crazy. You could sandwich a big piece of the trail mix. With a little piece of the trail mix with the same big piece of the trail mix and eat it like a sandwich. The mad speech. Mad, I will, madness. I will say people do... Because don't you say that when you like take three things and you're like, look, I'm making a something sandwich. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you'd say. Yeah. But again, it doesn't already have its own name, so I accept that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, regionally, you guys, what do you, call, what, do you call, what do you call a sandwich from where you're from? Grinder, deli, ho- uh, ho- hoagie... Uh, Hmm. sandwich hero now we're, we're talking about an a, a italian sub roll right uh so italian roll sure whatever you'd call like you're going to you're ordering from the pizza place or mm-hmm. whatever you're just like going, i'm gonna order a uh, italian blah 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 i'm gonna mm-hmm. order a turkey blah blah blah. what would you say um if i'm ordering i think i'd either call it a sandwich or a sub and this is speaking as Ohio or New York? Ohio. Hmm. Would you keep it the same in New York or would you change? I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd keep it the same in New York. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I think I just call it a sandwich. Yeah. Okay. At a New York deli, I'm saying hero. Hero. I think I grew up because my mom used to buy um, rolls and she'd always call them hoagies. Mm-hmm. So part of me wants to say hoagie, but the other part of me thinks hero just because I feel like more people know what I'm talking about here when I say hero, so I can more easily order a sandwich. Like, meatball sub, hero. Yeah. I think I'd also, it depends a lot on the restaurant. Like, what does their menu say? Hmm. If it says hero, I'll you're call just, it a hero. You're just listening mm-hmm. to them. If mm-hmm. it's called a sub, I'm going to call it a sub. If they call it a... If you were describing to your mom what you would eat, what would you call it? I think I would describe it as what the menu said and then explain it like... Uh, it was like this turkey hero. It was kind of like a sandwich in a <laughs> in like a thicker roll. I don't know. <laughs> That's fun. I don't right. like to talk about food. <laughs> you don't really talk about food very much, um, except that you love French fries. Ugh, I love French fries. French fries, decidedly not a fr- uh, not a sandwich, although oftentimes an ingredient in sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that for sure. Um. I probably call him a sub most of the time. That's probably Subway, like the store, like having branded my brain into mm-hmm. just calling them that. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Grinder is what I would appropriately call them, regionally speaking. Yeah, yeah, that sounds very mass. 
a juicets. Yeah. yeah. Emily, you want to give a stab at that state nope. I'm from? Not at all. <laughs> I can't say that state very well. No. Um, Just got to believe. Uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you yeah. did it. I'm a little weirdly, but you yeah. did it. Uh, what do you guys say for soda? What do you guys, cola, Coke? I call it pop. Pop. I've trained myself a little bit because people look at me funny, but. You asked me if I had soda is my package today. I know. I just really wanted it to be soda, but yeah. I would say pop. Soda. 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 Soda, me too. Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's what it's called, guys. <laughs> no, it's pop because the bubbles pop. What if it's flat? Is I it still know. soda? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, call it pop. Sometimes okay. if I'm being silly, I'll say soda pop. Oh, this reminds me. Um, soda pop is good. I, I like soda pop because that's old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the best thing to drink with a sandwich, deli sandwich? Coke or Pepsi. Coke or Pepsi? Whatever they have. I would prefer Pepsi, but if they're only selling Coke, I'll buy a Coke. Yeah, I do usually like some sort of carbonated beverage. Um, I think there's, you know, there's something, especially since a, a sandwich can often be quite heavy. Mm-hmm. The uh, the bubbliness of a carbonated beverage can make it feel lighter. I think that's what's going on. I remember hearing a, I was in a deli eating a sandwich. I remember hearing <laughs> a commercial for, it was the first, you may you may have heard this. It was a, it was a Coca-Cola commercial. But the entire con- conceit, conceit of the commercial was just, you should drink Coke while you eat food. It was just food. Coke. <laughs> if you're having food, drink Coke. Honestly, that's all it takes with me. A lot of people ask, like, what's the point of, like, commercials for a product mm-hmm. that you, you know exists? Like, I know Coke exists. Mm-hmm. We all know it exists. What's the point? But really, to get me to want soda, all you really need to do is remind me that I could be drinking it yep. <laughs> that yep. I want it. I don't really have that with a lot of products, I suppose, mm. but like impulse things like soda, mm. all you need to do is show it to me and I want it. <laughs> yeah, I know why soda is so good with uh, sandwiches. I will say that my probably my favorite, even though this is not my favorite soda, it's probably my favorite thing to eat sandwiches with is um, orange soda. Oh, I do mm. love Fanta. 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 <laughs> That's what you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fanta's good. Fanta, Fanta. Wanna Fanta, don't you wanna? Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'll have the sun, the sun-kissed one, orange. What's the other one? Forgetting um, one. Sun-kissed. A... Sun-kissed Fanta. There's a there's third a great, one. It's a grape soda. It's a purple can. There's also an orange can. Oh, Welsh's. Yes, Welsh's grape juice. There's also an orange version. Welsh's makes. <laughs> I've never been a fan of fruit-flavored sodas. Mm. It's always been like a. You know, I just I just know what real fruit tastes like. It's true. I don't think oh. it tastes like the real fruit. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I understand. Some people love that. Like, there's one soda called, like, New Grape that is, like, pure fake grape flavor, which if you love fake grape, this is, like, perfect for you. But being someone who only enjoys the, the finest... Pure grape flavor. Pure grape flavor. Whether it be Concord or other grape (laughs) (laughs) i only want the real stuff someone from the sunshine state is all weird about their fruit yeah yeah (laughs) most orange juice is bs most orange juice is orange orange flavor Mm -hmm. especially florida's natural it's insane yeah it's no simply no simply orange is like the most engineered (laughs) orange juice yeah i hear it's all because it's all in silos and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. 
I like Trader Joe's fresh squeezed OJ. Tastes like fresh squeezed OJ. <laughs> the diner right by my house has this very fancy orange juice maker mm-hmm. where you like put a whole orange in, it cuts it in half, and then it like squishes it out. Mm-hmm. So you get freshly squeezed, like truly freshly squeezed orange juice. Wow. <laughs> it's also fun to watch it go. Is that why you get it? To watch it go? Um, I actually don't like orange juice that much, and that <gasps> orange juice would be way too pulpy, but it's fun to watch mm-hmm. it go. Too pulpy. I don't like pulpy. Get out. <laughs> I don't like orange juice in general. Double get out. Okay, bye. <laughs> Gotta go. Um, let's go back to specifically... Ow, sorry. New York delis, mm-hmm. real quick. Um, do you both have a deli that is like... It doesn't have to be from where you live, because maybe... Your favorite deli is not right next to where you live. But if you're like, that's my favorite deli in mm-hmm. New York City. Do you have one? I'd say, I believe it's called Superior Late Night Deli, which is on Cortelia Road. And I think, I forget what the cross street is. Just because it was the first New York deli that I, like, I, I remember when I, like, first moved to the city. And I was like, what am I supposed to do for cold cuts? I just buy it in the store? And then, like, it all kind of clicked <laughs> together when I, like got a sandwich at one of these places and i was like mm-hmm. oh my god this is it and in fact that's where i'm gonna go after this i completely plan on going and getting a sandwich yeah, it's, it's near here at, yeah very yeah. very close it's, it's like one two stops three stops four stops 500 stops. how many stops is it do 5, not lie to 000 us thousand stops away no cortelia road should be cortelia beverly church parkside five, yeah five okay. yeah uh man that's funny uh, uh, you said making your own sandwich remind me quickly of a story that I was on the I was on the bus one time like from New York to uh, Massachusetts I guess we stopped in Hartford Connecticut um, an entire family got on the bus with me and this uh, dad like so cliche dad like was sitting behind me and I sat next to his like one of his daughters and then like the wife and another daughter sat in front of me and he was sitting with like, I want to say like uh, maybe another one of his daughters, but who was like old, like older or whatever. And he kept like yelling for his wife to help him in his seat. Cause he like, I don't know, just like one of those dads who's always just like wife, come here and do this thing or whatever. And he kept needing help because he was trying to make from his seat on the bus a deli sandwich that he had bought all the separate ingredients yeah. and brought them onto the bus. Ooh, yeah. And like even went so far as to bring like an entire jar of mayonnaise, like not a squeeze packet, but a jar. And then he was asking or he had his wife. He was like, how do I get what do I do about this mayonnaise or whatever? And I was like, what? Get out of here. And then she asked me. Uh, for a spoon, and I was like, I don't have a spoon for your mayonnaise. No, <laughs> this, these are the people I no. sat just surrounded by these people the whole ride. I do think that is a maniacal thing to do. Yeah, it was. It was like he went and bought like the you know like the you know five slice mm-hmm. turkey thing from the store. I was so weird, and he had, he could just buy a sandwich and bring it on yeah. the, the bus. I think it's because he's making it on the bus because I do the same thing at work. Sometimes is that there's like an excellent deli across the street. It's just expensive. So sometimes it's just more cost effective to buy the roll, get like a quarter pound of meat, a quarter pound of cheese, and then just sort of like make it using the stuff at the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, cause we got a grill, I can sort of press the, press the sandwich and like get it going. But I always feel like a bit of a maniac because it's like <laughs> just 
spend the extra four dollars <laughs> for them to make the sandwich or however much it costs there is there's something insane about it being made on the bus. On the bus. Yeah, and the bus is, he bought yeah. a whole jar of mayonnaise. What's he going to do with that stuff? <laughs> bus behavior. Yeah, this, uh, well, yeah, the bus, I ride the bus a decent amount, and I, I know a lot of fun, I have a lot of fun bus people. There's probably no more tea left in there. Also, just like yeah, practically, yeah, like yeah, managing yeah, all those ingredients. Like, you have to have your sandwich stationary. What if the bus hits a pothole? What if the bus starts going as you mm-hmm. are making it, and the... The, the knife or the spoon goes popping everywhere. And he, he wasn't, I guess another thing is it'd be almost nice if he was making this for his whole family. He was making a sandwich for himself. Mm-hmm. This was his sandwich. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it wasn't like they were picnicking on the bus, which is also weird, but also less weird mm-hmm. <laughs> than just making a singular sandwich. Anyways, there's only one place I really get sandwiches in New York because I haven't lived, I haven't, I've only lived in one place, this mm-hmm. place you are right now. <laughs> And uh, there's a uh, place called Wholesome Foods that's like, you walk by it if you go on the subway to get here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they make pretty good sandwiches. They have got like a, a good variety of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are named after superheroes. They've right. got a Batman. They've mm-hmm. got a Captain America. Uh, those are two I can remember. <laughs> but um, yeah, they got a lot of good meats. And th- I've never had a bad thing from there. And the place also seems fairly fairly clean, which is yeah. something you don't always say about everywhere in New York. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a big big proponent of the clean. Really, it's the LED lighting. If a New York deli has LED lighting, then you know they're not hiding anything. <laughs> it's like there can still be a cat running around, and you can still have like ancient cans of uh, tomato sauce. But if you have LED lighting, then uh, well, it's like I judge it by the lighting and then what the deli case looks like. Mm-hmm. It should be clean, big enough that I can see everything and have a few things on display that like let me know what I can get. Yeah. This place over here, everything, you can see everything. You can see the whole thing. They got a big, wide, oh, wow. big, wide counter. Uh, there's also a good place to get uh, bagel sandwiches around here that like you can hmm. get a fun. Uh, they've got like a pastrami jelly you spread on it and then the, you can get locks on the thing and then so it's both of, of those flavors in one <sighs> i get that those bagel sandwiches and i get everything bagel so i'm the opposite mm-hmm. of your bagel i'm opposite of plain i'm mm-hmm. everything well, uh, what do you put on your everything bagel well i'm putting this sandwich i just <laughs> described on it <laughs> i know but like i just feel like i don't know what i want the fillings to shine in my sand in my oh, bagel I see that. Uh, yeah, but I like fillings and all the rest of it. Yeah, I tend to prefer poppy seed, but if poppy seed isn't an option, I'll go for uh, everything. Yeah, everything's got so many flavors. I know it's a little bit like like a kid being a kid and being like, I want all the flavors, but they make the bagel, so I'm going to have it. <laughs> it's not like I'm demanding they make some bagel that doesn't exist. Yeah, but it's also a very adult bagel. I don't feel like most kids want onion and garlic on a thing. It's very specific. Yeah. Onion, I've always, garlic, salt. I've always been weird. When I was a kid, I'll, oh, when I was a kid, um, going to the, when we'd go to the beach, we, my dad would always make like cold cut sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I probably don't order that many cold cut sandwiches, but I have a lot of, like I've made a lot myself in my life or had, or had them as a kid. Um, and I think that's usually when I'm out, I want something hot. Not, I don't know. Sometimes I like a, an Italian sandwich too, but, mm-hmm. um, if I'm on a bus, I'll order a cold cut sandwich cause I don't want it to smell up the bus there there's me eating a sandwich on a bus uh if i go to like a subway and just i'll get the italian bmt Mm. usually 
anyways when i was a kid when we'd go to the beach my dad would make us all cold cuts and my as a child my choice was a um salami sandwich with um mustard on an onion bagel or onion um roll Hmm. uh so that's like kind of like still like a little bit wet onion on it (laughs) which i think is a very strange thing that i liked as a kid was to like an onion roll Hmm. so uh, so rolls in general are still my favorite my favorite bread yeah give me a roll rock and roll emily do you have a favorite your own question back at you the mirrors um, on you i don't know if i have a specific deli i like there's the diner that's right by my house i go there far too often Hmm. um and i don't know if it's because i i mean i do like their sandwiches and i can tell when i don't i mean i don't know there like are certain ways it's made by different cooks in the back that Mm -hmm. i can tell because i I like it and it's more full Mm -hmm. um hey is gino working today i want gino to make my sub (laughs) um so i go that's probably a place i go there the most often but that doesn't mean it's the best bacon egg and cheese i've ever had um but when i do get them i don't i just want it to be filled like i want it to be like oozing cheese and like sliding off the bagel so it's like i know i'm getting full bagel bagel am i Uh, saying it funny i think your accent might be coming out bagel (laughs) um okay cheese cheese is good oh yeah actually the best bacon egg and cheese i've ever had is at this uh place down the street from here too um called uh, midwood flats mm. and it's it's different cheese i can't remember what cheese it, they put in it but it's like really good bread and like i actually don't really like bacon that much i'm not a big bacon eater but um they have good bacon there um and uh yeah i don't know it's pretty it's pretty amazing I've made I've made people go there and been like, check out this, and they're like, oh my god, this is the best bacon egg and cheese I've ever had. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's all about the bread. That place is more of a. It's like a. It's more of a restaurant. Like I guess you could get it to go, but hmm. it's like more of a sit down place. Hmm. But they just have a really good bacon egg and cheese. They don't have very many food items, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are uh, uh, close to getting close to the end okay do you have any things you wanted to be sure you got out about uh deli sandwiches or let's see new york delis in general Hmm. you know if if you're in a a certain area of the city there may be a certain kind of sandwich it's better to get Uh, i'm sort of in the east harlem area so i've been experimenting with uh chopped cheeses because it's very east harlem bronx kind of sandwich if I was in like a more like Italian part of Queens, like get it a get a more Italian sub. Like always go for the specialties. There's almost always a kind of sandwich that is like more particular to that area. And if you can swing that, I say go for that. And I think that's part of why I love Delhi so much is that I didn't feel like I really lived in Brooklyn when I lived there until I started going to that deli mm-hmm. and feeling like I was like part of the people that were in there. Otherwise, it's very easy to just kind of be in your own little bubble. But when you have to, like, make chit-chat with the cashier and, like, talk to the guy at the counter, like, you get more involved and you feel more like you belong in a place because you're putting yourself there. So I say, if you're in a new place, if even if it's not New York, visit a local place 
to talk to people. Even if you don't talk to people, order a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, nothing will go wrong. It'll be it'll all be great. How do you feel about deli cats, bodega cats? I have not had a like home deli, like a deli that I go to a lot that has one. But overall, I'm fine. But but that's also because I like cats. So, in my old apartment, the place right next to my house had a cat that mm-hmm. had um an extra toe. Wow. Yeah, he's very cute. I'm going to give a shout out to my, my hometown deli, the Regatta Deli, mm. which is like my hometown's like, uh, it's like the place to get sandwiches mm-hmm. and they have the Regatta Club, which you can go in and get for $5 and it's a huge sandwich and it's, uh, <laughs> I had to look up the ingredients of it, uh, salami, ham, provolone cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, uh, and uh, their dressing on their famous half loaf uh, Italian bread. It's a big ass sandwich. You can just go in, uh, can them five bucks. Uh, they give you a sandwich and you leave. And everyone, if anyone who ever goes to my hometown and I say like, they're like, oh, what should I do or whatever? I was like, well, a good lunch spot is if you go to Regatta Deli. Mm-hmm. And I've never let somebody down on that. And it's definitely like, if, you've, if you're if you from there, pretty much everyone knows, knows mm-hmm. it if you're there. Worcester, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Uh, not known, not known for our, de- our delis, but that's a good one. Nice. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Emily, do we have corrections? We do. Yes. Get right. those out. We have one corrections. Let me just pull it up. Um. Oh God, sorry. I should have given you more. I should have said that before I gave you my that I wanted to talk about regatta deli thing. <laughs> okay, so this is about the uh, new metal episode. Ugh. Um, I don't remember when that was. When was new metal? That was a while ago. Yes. Um, listen, I'm happy to have corrections and add-ons to stuff from the past. I like to plug old episodes. It's yeah. my favorite thing to do. Um, so in that episode, I told a story about my brother going to Woodstock in 99. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother sending me corrections slash confirming what I said. <laughs> um, Emily was correct. The landmark sign said free sex here. Because um, the last night when like they set fire to everything, their tent got smashed and they couldn't find it. Huh. But they were able to find it by a sign that said free sex here. That's how we found our tent amongst the chaos of the last night of the festival. It had been knocked over and trampled while we were out watching the world descend into chaos. Fun <laughs> fact, some kind, some kind stranger had also puked on our poor trampled tent. <laughs> Good times. Um, and then also in that episode, I, I told a story about him having trouble finding a place to um, get the photos developed because there was a lot of um not family friendly photos but he says that the issues with the photos is the place we took the film to had a public facing printer so they would show off their product as a sort of sales pitch (laughs) bad idea (laughs) it was in the middle of the river valley mall so the pictures we took reminder we were 18 and 16 year old males weren't the most family friendly images to be displayed they printed them after hours to keep the hearts and minds of the average Lancasterian free from harm. Um, and that's his correction slash addition. I'll say that episode was October 4th the last year. Oh, my God. Um, that's weird. They print the photos showing I, any like no matter what huh. they are, like yeah. that you would have mm-hmm. your family photos being printed in front of yeah. people it's not there anymore but i i have a very memory vivid memory it was in it was at the very edge of the food court mm-hmm. um and their pictures they were like you could watch them they would like come out and you could like go in and do shopping but like also 
you could like see like random people you didn't know that's so weird why would they do that that just seems like intrusive in a weird (sighs) this is in ohio yeah links are ohio river valley mall's not there anymore the whole mall's gone no, the mall's there, but oh, okay. I actually went there while I was home, and there, um, the food court, which once had like 10 places, only has two. Mm. We should have an episode about malls someday. Yep. Oof. It's, I went through a big dead malls phase where I was watching dead mall videos. Mm-hmm. At first, it was hilarious, and then it got very depressing very quickly. I bet you my, 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 one of the malls in my hometown will soon be a dead mall of discussion, but it's been limping along for... At least mm-hmm. the last 10 years. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'd still say the River Valley Mall. So there's a lot of stores. And whenever I go there, there seems to be a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. But just the food court. Very sad. Yeah, no one wants to go to the mall to eat anymore, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The mall near me used to have, like, my hometown had, like, this big, like, steakhouse place in it. And it's, like, so weird to think about this being a destination at all. Now it's a mm-hmm. DSW shoe store. <laughs> All right, that's enough talk. That's mall talk for this episode. Yeah. Mall talk. Uh, thank you very much, Jason. Jason, thank you so much. Thank you. We're thank so you. happy to have you on. Um, and uh, that's it, right? We don't have anything else to say. I don't think so. Uh, well, I've been Matt Armando. I continue to be Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye.